Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by the Adventure Challenge. The Adventure Challenge is a book we use when we want to come together and do something fun as a family. When we are out of ideas and we need a break from our screens, we grab our Adventure Challenge book for something fun and new. And once we have finished all the adventures and left notes and added photos, we put it in the bookcase, and it's like a family journal to revisit later. Check out theadventurechallenge.com and use promo code KIDSTORIES for a discount on your own adventure book. And now, on to some shoutouts. Davis, from Portland, Oregon, just turned seven years old. Happy birthday, Davis! I think if you were a new character in the valley, you would be a dance party ninja whose sweet moves would put the cave trolls in a trance. Thanks for listening, Davis. Millen, Emra, and Neva are from Motuaka, New Zealand. They have listened to all the stories, and I think that's awesome. If you three were characters in the valley, I think you would open up a noodle shop, and just like Stella, you would call it the Low Main Mansion. Thanks for listening, you three. Speaking of Stella, Stella, Sophia, and Dominic from Ohio love listening. I think if you three were new characters in the valley, you would be a tree beast family. But you wouldn't chase people around trying to eat them. You would host cookouts and serve hot dogs and have piñatas. Thanks for listening, you three. Eric and Francesca from Bucharest, Romania enjoy the stories. Francesca had a birthday recently, so happy 10th birthday, Francesca! I think if you two were new characters in the valley, you would be the best ninja robot builders of Power Up and people from all over the world would come to buy your robot ninjas. Thanks for listening, you two. Today's episode is about some characters who were featured in stories a while back. It's Devni and Samaya, otherwise known as the Dropkick Sisters. Devni and Samaya lived on an island full of rare and amazing creatures and plants. The sisters spent their days protecting the plants and animals from poachers and others who would do them harm. Last time we joined Devni and Samaya, they foiled Bones Blackwell's attempt to steal a gold-tusked elephant. Now some other rare creatures of their island face a new threat. Today's episode is titled, 
Buzz buzz, baby. Devney and Samaya were in need of a break. They had patrolled the inner jungle for many days straight. So they strolled down Main Street of the town of Puka Puka, discussing where they would eat. Noodles again? asked Devney. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm tired of buttered noodles, said Samaya. Let's try something else today. This new barbecue place is supposed to be the best ever, said Devney. It's just down the street here. Barbecue it is, said Samaya. The girls continued down the street to a restaurant called Hambone McCoy's Barbecue Blast. The restaurant was full, and an energetic old man greeted them at the door. Hey yo, hey yo, welcome to Hambone McCoy's Barbecue Blast. I'm Hambone himself. Follow me on over to this table here and we'll get y'all set up said Hambone. While Hambone was obviously an old man, he had the energy of a hummingbird. He was spry and jumpy and smiling, and everyone seemed to love him. The girls each ordered some barbecue, and it was delicious. Wow, this is like impossibly good, Devney said as she licked her fingers. Yeah, I can't believe it. No wonder this place is packed, agreed Samaya. Devney picked up the menu again. She considered ordering another plate of barbecue, even though she was already stuffed. I think, she thought out loud, I think the only barbecue sauce I've ever tasted that's this good is... Devney's voice trailed off, and she looked over the menu at her sister, who had now caught her eye. The two girls both furrowed their eyebrows and scanned the room for Hambone. He was across the restaurant at another table checking on some customers. Do you think he's stealing barbecue bee sauce? asked Samaya. I don't know, said Devney. For his sake, I sure hope not. Barbecue bees were native to the island. They thrived here, but at one time they were nearly extinct. Barbecue bees were very similar to honeybees, except instead of producing honey, they produced the best-tasting barbecue sauce in the world. In recent years, the islanders discovered that taking the barbecue sauce from the honeycomb of the barbecue bees would often lead to the collapse of the hive. Taking too much honey from a barbecue beehive would nearly always lead to the death of the bees. And so, no one was allowed to take any barbecue sauce from the bees anymore. Since then, the barbecue bee population on the island had become stable and the bees were thriving. Devney and Samaya scanned the restaurant again. They saw plate after plate of food drenched in delicious barbecue sauce. Hambone McCoy bounced over to their table. All righty then, friends. Look at them empty plates. Glad to see you love the food. We did, said Devney. It was probably the best barbecue sauce we've ever had. Where do you get it? Where do I get the barbecue sauce? Well, I sure make it right here. Took me months to get the recipe just right, said Hambone. Amazing. What's the secret? asked Samaya. <laughs> it's just that, young friend, a secret. <laughs> Hambone laughed. Hope you understand. Can't have a secret like this get out now, can I? You two girls have the best day ever now, you hear? And Hambone bounced off to another table. You think he's using the bee sauce in his recipe? Devney asked. Maybe. Let's poke around and see what we come up with, said Samaya. The girls paid their bill and left the restaurant to prepare for their stakeout. 
They returned to the restaurant very early the next morning, before anyone else in Puka Puka was awake. Near the restaurant were a number of large, sticky-leaf trees. The leaves of these trees were huge, nearly as big as a person, and they were covered in a very sticky, sweet goo. Devni and Samaya stuck themselves to the leaves of one of the trees so they could hang there and watch the restaurant for clues. They waited, and they waited, and they waited for hours and hours. Finally, from high up in the tree, the girls saw Hambone arrive to get the restaurant ready for the day. Like everyone else on the island, he traveled by horse-pulled wagon. Hambone hopped down from his wagon and walked to the back. He pulled three heavy-looking buckets off the wagon and carried them into the restaurant through the back door. Each bucket was so big and heavy he could only carry one at a time. From their sticky perch high up in the tree, the girls used binoculars to watch Hambone. But the buckets had lids, so they could not be sure what was inside each one. Hmm, I bet we're both thinking the same thing, said Devney. Samaya nodded. Yep, I think we need to check on the island beehives. If we notice any of their barbecue sauce has been stolen, then we follow that wagon and see where those buckets are coming from. Devney and Samaya reviewed the maps that marked the locations of all the barbecue beehives. They used the map to check on the beehives one by one. If they noticed any evidence of barbecue bee sauce theft, then they would continue investigating Hambone. Devney and Samaya spent an entire day checking on the beehives, and as the sun was setting, they came upon the last one, the biggest one. It was a giant barbecue beehive tucked just inside a large cave in the shade of tall, sticky-leaf trees. This beehive was so huge that everyone on the island knew about it. It was called the Bee Cave. Devney and Samaya walked near the cave. Wait, said Devney. Do you hear that? Samaya stopped walking and strained to hear. Hear what? she whispered back. Exactly said Devney. There's no buzzing. Normally, the buzzing of the barbecue bees could be heard well before you reached their hive. The girls then ran to the cave to find the hive completely missing. Some barbecue sauce was splattered around the ground of the cave entrance. There were some footprints, but they were too old to track. These footprints are old, said Devney. And the animals here have licked up most of the barbecue sauce trail, said Samaya, so we can't track anything from here. I can't believe someone stole the entire hive. It was as big as an elephant, said Devney. Looks like we need to follow Hambone's wagon and get to the bottom of this, said Samaya. Devney and Samaya then returned home, discussing their plan for finding and returning the barbecue beehive. The End Thanks for listening, everyone. Now on to some awesome shout-outs. Avery Rector from Dixon, California, submitted a great drawing. Thanks for that, Avery. I loved it. You're awesome. Jace Beveridge from Texas enjoys the shows and is eager to hear some more stories of the sea. I'll get to writing, Jace. You're awesome. Lola from Sydney, Australia has many great ideas and drawings and questions, and I'm glad you've shared all those with me, Lola. You're awesome. And Oscar Rojas from Portland, Oregon enjoys the stories. Thanks again for your drawing, Oscar. You're awesome. 
The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and whatnot to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Find more stories at patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. Adios.